You are listening to Seek the Good, episode 31, Releasing Shame. This is the podcast where we seek the good in life, in others, and in ourselves to create an extraordinary life. This is Seek the Good, and I'm your host, Raquel Tool. Hello, thank you for being here and listening. Today we're going to talk about releasing shame. The reason that I want to talk about this is because I have felt in my life that I have been able to release shame from my life in so many ways that I just feel so good. (laughs) I was just sitting on the couch with my husband on, I think it was Sunday night, and I was just telling him, I'm like, I can't even explain to you how much love and joy I've been able to feel over the last month or two because I have just kind of stopped believing that there's something wrong with me. (laughs) And I just have been able to feel Heavenly Father's love and my inner voice has been so much kinder because I'm speaking to myself the way I think Christ really would speak to me. And I, I just want any of you to know that maybe feeling a lot of like kind of self-hatred or shame or like something's wrong with you that there is light and that you can release that and and change that and not have that be part of your life anymore and it's so worth it it is so worth it recognize that the reason that you are feeling that is because there's like a good reason there it's because you have seen little evidence that it's been helpful in some way in your life so you continue to do it but really overall it's not helpful and so that's why it's worth changing but I just wanted to point that out because sometimes we can like get mad at ourselves and call ourselves wrong because we even are at that point but again, that's just continuing that cycle instead of like giving yourself compassion for being in that situation because your brain and like you were just trying to do what you thought was most useful and was helpful. And that's why we start shaming ourselves or or thinking we're, so, we're wrong because we think it will motivate us to do something. And really, it's just causing negativity in our life that is not necessary. So that's why I feel so passionate about this and want to talk about it. I kind of feel like I talked about it um, in the last podcast, Perfection Pending. And I just kind of want to approach it a little differently today and talk about it. So shame, Brene Brown gives the best definition for sure. She is the master at studying shame and she's she's studied so much about it and put so much out there about it and it's so useful and helpful so grateful for her for all her work she says that shame is an intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging so I just kind of want to talk about the difference here because when it comes to shame and guilt, because in the past I've thought of guilt as kind of, kind of a negative feeling kind of, and, 
and and I kind of associated the two together, like shame and guilt, right? So guilt is is more of a sense of remorse for like or like the desire, this kind of the definition I found, um, a sense of remorse and the desire to make amends. It's kind of like the desire to change. That's kind of what guilt can be thought of is like, I don't love this. I want to do this instead. Like that's what guilt can do. And guilt shows us like our values. So I was looking, like researching a little bit about this and I found this article and I think it was made for young adults in the church and it's just online. It's by um, Mikkel A. Jorgensen. And it's called Shame vs. Guilt, Helping Discerning God's Voice from Satan's. That really stuck out to me because that's something that I have really discovered and thought a lot about. Because the way I was talking to myself definitely wasn't like God would talk to me. But I, there was part of me that just thought that that's how I should be talking to myself because that would help me become more like God. But in reality, it wasn't helping that happen at all. So she says in her article, I just want to share quite a bit of what she said because I thought it was really powerful. But um, to summarize like shame and guilt, she says shame is character based. I am a bad person. Like when you believe that, whereas guilt is action based. I did a bad thing. So shame is is attacking our character, who we are. We think I am a bad person, right? Guilt is more like we we are feeling sad about an action we took we're not connecting it to our character who we are so we think when we feel guilt about something we think i did a bad thing like the thing was bad i'm not bad does that make sense so she says shame leads leads you to want to shrink hide and disappear guilt identifies an action that you regret prompting you to change for the future now, I think it's important to notice that a lot of times when we feel guilty about something, if we don't let that guilt kind of leave, it can turn into shame. So we might think, oh, that thing was bad. I wish I didn't hadn't done that thing. Therefore, I am bad, right? Like we can kind of move into the shame side of things quickly from feeling guilt, but that is not necessary. We can fill the guilt and recognize what it's teaching us and then we can let it go and and move forward purposefully from what we decided to do from filling that guilt. So in this article, she goes on to talk about how we have inherent worth. And she says, social science further elaborates that shame attacks your character, asserting that at your core, you are worthless. That's what shame does. Such lies often lead to self-loathing and condemn you to a life of misery, forever believing you are unlovable and don't belong anywhere. So that's kind of what that feeling of shame brings into your life. Feelings of guilt, on the other hand, do not attack your self-worth and generally do not include self-loathing. Instead, guilt reminds you that your actions 
are not in line with your values and identity. This realization often prompts you to change those actions and become better. So those those are kind of the differences. And, and I love how she goes on to say that church doctrine is super clear. She says church doctrine is clear on how God wants us to feel. Listen to this, especially if you're having a hard time giving up some shame. This is how God wants us to feel. He wants us to feel our worth. Our inherent worth as children of God means that we are never worthless. Even when you have sinned. Even the people out there that have committed the worst sins possible, they are still not worthless. Do you realize that? Like, they really aren't. They still have worth. And I think that's so important for us to realize and to separate ourselves from actions. Like, we still have worth. Yeah? She says, the Spirit's voice will never encourage you to hate yourself. Rather, reminding you of your eternal worth as a child of God. So if you are, if you ever feel this inner voice, like saying like words like you're so awful or like you should hate yourself, like encouraging you to hate yourself in some way, that is not God's voice. And I think it's so good to like be able to point that out and recognize that. And the voice that says you are worthless and unlovable will always be Satan's voice. Always. So, we know that we have agency as well. So, kind of talking about shame and guilt as well when it comes to agency. Shame tries to get us to hide and to not choose. And kind of Satan wants that. He wants us to feel shame because it kind of takes away our agency when we're stuck in shame without us even knowing it. And that's like Satan wants us to not have our agency, but especially he wants to hide that from us because he knows like we'll realize like that's not right. You know, I need to have my agency kind of thing, but he wants to kind of hide that from us that we are not feeling like we have agency. We always do, of course, we always can choose but when we're feeling stuck, shameful, we're feeling stuck and we're feeling like we want to hide and those kind of things. So Satan is really wanting us to feel shame. Be- and, and that's another reason why, because we don't decide to take action. We, we, no- we don't use our agency in the way we, re- we really want to. So kind of putting this together in this article she says i argue that shame can always be discounted god will never attack your character steal your agency or prevent you from repenting because shame can also do that right it can kind of with the hiding and the 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 not wanting to be seen kind of thing can stop us from repenting as well She says, rather, he reminds you of your worth, promotes your agency, and helps you to repent. Guilt is a signal 
Heavenly Father has provided to let you know that something is not quite right and there needs to be a change. I consider guilt to be the social science synonym for godly sorrow. I believe shame is Satan's version of this signal to get you to believe that all hope is lost, that change cannot occur, and that you will never be able to live up to your potential as a child of God. So when it comes to guilt, I love the word that it's a signal. Like it's not, like it's just a little sign or a signal that God has given us to like kind of Let's take a look at what's going on here and see what needs to be changed. And then we get to decide from there. And I love how she talks about how Satan's counterfeit kind of to that signal is shame. And a lot of us get stuck in that sometimes. So, and I think it's good to point out that this doesn't always have to come from, like shame and guilt don't always come from like a sin, like a um, yeah, like a, a sin or action that actually needs to be changed. Sometimes it can be something else. So for example, in this article, she talks about how she was thinking about serving a mission and then she really prayed about it and she felt strongly that that wasn't the path she was supposed to take. And so she didn't serve a mission. And then later she felt a lot of shame for not serving a mission but like she was called to be a Relief Society president at 18 and she was helping other people prepare to serve missions and she hadn't yet. And so she was feeling like the shame and not worthy enough to, to do that kind of thing. And so she says, let's take a step back and analyze her situation. She said, did I commit sin? No. Was there an action God needed me to change? No. She said, I was being shamed for a sinless decision, a decision for which God wouldn't want me to hate myself. The shame I felt about not serving a mission therefore, can therefore be rejected. It wasn't from God, and it has no place in my life. And I thought that was really cool because it was just like her brain and, and Satan, you know, trying to... to keep her small kind of thing, right? But but she didn't even need to feel any guilt in that situation because she did nothing wrong, but she was even just feeling shame about it, right? So this doesn't always have to be tied to like a serious sin at all. I think most of the time it's not. <laughs> I think a lot of times like we start to feel shame because of how we show up. Like if we say something in a way we didn't really want to say it to somebody, we can start adding a lot of shame to it when really like there was no sin that happened, right? And so I think that's important to, to realize like that this can happen over the smallest, littlest things. So Brene Brown's advice for kind of uh, approaching shame as it comes is to, and to like counteract shame is to first acknowledge personal vulnerability. And I think this is so important. Like once we can kind of embrace and acknowledge, like I'm human, <laughs> this has been huge for me. Like, um, especially because um, I've kind of labeled myself as a perfectionist and wanting things to be perfect and that kind of thing, which um, I love that somebody once pointed out to me, like perfection just means 
that you're scared of failure. Like that, <laughs> that word perfection is like just a pretty word that we put on something when really it just means like you're terrified, you're scared of failure <laughs> kind of thing. So, um, so when, once you can just recognize like I am human and that's okay, that's how it's supposed to be. Like I am flawed and everything I do will be a little flawed. Like, and once you can just kind of acknowledge that and accept that, then there's so much freedom that comes from that. And then when shame comes up, we can recognize it as like, no, I'm not worthless. I'm just human. Like, I'm just human. So she says the second thing to do, Brene Brown does, is to actively pursue critical awareness of shame. So I think just recognizing when shame comes or why it came and just being really aware around that. And then she also talks about how we should reach out and speak about shame. And so I think the reaching out is like choosing to be vulnerable and talk to people about when we might be feeling shame so that we can kind of release it. But, and then speaking about shame just so people can be aware, like I am speaking about shame right now, like just helping people be aware, like this is not, this is Satan's counterfeit to what God wants for us, which is just to feel guilt, which is just a signal from him that maybe we want to share change things like maybe we want to take a look at this and decide on purpose where we want to go from here so you all have a human brain i have a human brain and and satan's going to work on us and he's going to offer us shameful thoughts sometimes and um my advice to everyone is to just kind of learn to feel shame like sometimes that will come up for you and you will have to feel some shame in your body like you may feel like something's wrong with me like just that feeling like it will come up and it's not something to solve for it's just something we need to feel in our body because our brain offers us that thought and once we feel that in our body then it can move on but recognize that I'm encouraging you to feel it in your body, but don't believe it. That's been the biggest difference for me is once I can just like, okay, I'm, I guess I'm going to process some shame right now or feel some shame right now, but I don't believe it. I'm going to feel this feeling, this vibration in my body that's trying to tell me that there's something wrong with me and I can let that vibration just, you know, move through me. And I don't have to believe it. There's a huge difference there. Okay. So I think that's the key to all of this is like sometimes shame might come up for us and we can feel it in our body. That's fine. And I don't have to believe it. It's not true. If you're believing that, that's what Satan wants you to believe. And the truth is that we always have worth. That there's nothing wrong with me. There may be actions that I need to change or look at. But that's separate from who I am. The divinity that's in me and who I really am. And that's the same with you. The divinity that's in you and who you really are. I hope you can see that. Thank you so much for listening today. 
I hope you're doing amazing. I have some spots open in my 12-week coaching program. If you want to take the things that I'm sharing with you and really apply them into your life to create the marriage and the life that you want, then sign up for a free coaching call so you can like see what what this can do for you, what coaching can do for you, and to see if the 12-week program is right for you. And then if it is, you can sign up for that. But that free coaching call is... there's no pressure yeah so I would just want you to come and experience it and if you end up choosing not to enroll in the 12-week program it's all good (laughs) it's all good I just want you to see what's possible for you and to like experience some little change even in that free session so you can go to jaquelltoll.com and Sign up for one of those free mini sessions and I hope to talk to you soon. You guys are wonderful and I hope you have an amazing week and we all talk to you next week.